Welcome to the Feast Podcast, a show about family, the joy of life, and of course, food. I'm your host, Sarah Kuntz, and I want to inspire you to explore simple, meaningful, and enduring ways to express yourself and share your joy through food and cooking. On today's episode, join us on a trip to San Antonio, where we'll spend some time with good friends preparing a homemade salsa, then visit the historic Pearl Brewery and its nationally recognized farmer's market. And then finally, we will introduce a new segment to the show that we're calling Ask the Dietitian. In San Antonio, we got to spend a few days with some longtime family friends. And what better way to catch up on life and reminisce about the past than while making a tasty batch of homemade salsa. We continue our series, Summer Cooking with Kids, in the home of our friends, the Ashcrafts. I can see like if we had a sheep farm and if I needed a dog to herd my sheep or... Are you recording this? Is this going to go on YouTube as Kristen's rants about the world? Hello. Welcome to the Ashcraft kitchen. What's your name? Keith Ashcraft. Kristen Ashcraft. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Avery. And what are you making today? Tomato salsa. Salsa. We usually do about two pounds of Roma tomatoes, tomatoes. and one white onion, two or three jalapenos, depending how spicy they are. Jalapenos. Salt and lime. And lime juice. To taste. Cilantro. And we love cilantro, so usually a whole bunch of cilantro. One bunch. One bunch. a whole bunch. An entire bunch. Salt. Paprika. (laughs) You can't put paprika in everything, Keith. Paprika goes in anything and everything. Let's go back to space. What are y'all doing? We're, oh, I'll tell it. Uh, we're going to, this is a space camp. We're going to space in our, in our rocket. And we are, and we just went, so and we went to Pluto, two, three black holes, actually four. And then we went to Mars, and then we went to the moon. And then we went past all the planets to Pluto and then passed that to the black holes. And now we and then we went to Alien Land, which is a planet inhabited with aliens. And everybody has turned half alien except except Judah and Finn have turned full alien. So right now we are just prepping our veggies. We're gonna cut the tomatoes down to size and wash our cilantro. And it's very simple. We just get fresh veggies and we throw them in the blender. And then we taste and add as we go. Um, so when making salsa, do you always use Romas? We do because, so growing up we had a garden and my mom would, she called it her salsa garden. She would grow tomatoes and peppers and we would be sent out to gather and the Romas have less liquid inside. So the salsa is less watery that way. So do you only make salsa in the summer? Typically... But we'll make the the produce is better in the summer to make salsa. So the tomatoes in the winter are not as flavorful, mm-hmm. and so sometimes we'll have to supplement with a different variety to help give it more flavor, like the little cherries. But 
it's typically a summer, a summer food. Growing up, we got to make it from the garden, but now we have to get it from the grocery store. So you ever do canned? I have done canned, and it turns out okay. Sometimes I'll just do whatever tomatoes I have left over, just like a leftover veggie salsa. Mm -hmm. And I'll have to throw in some canned if I don't have enough tomatoes. And the ship is very broken. Yes. Every time we try to land, it goes like. There's nothing that can fix that. And also, somehow on each journey, that asteroid hits her ship, so it's always very broken. So for the jalapenos, let's start by seeding them because the seeds and the flesh on the inside are what are extra hot. And we'll taste for spiciness. And if it's not too spicy, we can always add seeds later. <laughs> and then you have to be careful with your hands. Whatever hand is touching the jalapeno, don't rub your eyes. Pepper. We're going to add some of the chili pequeños. That mm -hmm. That's what Terry puts in his salsa. Oh, oh, <laughs> I think, he, I think he said Chop them up a little bit smaller. Two or three for like a mild salsa. Oh. Yeah, but to him, mild. Chop them up. Yes, yeah. But like, they're so tiny. I mean, they're just. Are they from their plant or from his, his dad finds them because they're wild. And I think his dad picks them and, and gives them to him. And so, but yeah, they're. What, what size is this? Pea sized? Pea sized, yeah. And just two or three of them make the salsa super spicy. Mm. This. They said they used to just walk around and find them. Mm. You can find them in San Antonio, in and around San Antonio, but I think you have to get further out into the country to find them. You know, like, um, in the Mediterranean region, there's the oregano and thyme that grows wild here spicy things grow wild. So we cut the jalapenos up finer just in case the blender doesn't blend them as much. Yeah, yeah. Have y'all crashed yet? No, we crashed the mill. Every time we land, we crash. Or when we're in the black holes. Or What's it like going through a black hole? Oh yeah, oh, it's very scary. We bounce around a lot in our ship. Yes. If I have them. And I'm sure I could sub a different one if need be. This is all just a tradition recipe. Yeah. I'm just doing it because yeah. that's how I grew up doing it. My mom taught us when we were little. We'd go out to the garden and pick what she told us and then she, we would make a huge, huge batch and it would only last a few days. The whole family would just eat it. We'd usually make it for a fajita meal. Salt and a little lime. Did you say lime or wine? Lime. I don't want to kill my eyes. I think I'm just kind of blender 
is a ninja. Let's stir it and blend it and then we'll taste it. You want to grab our chips up? Chips was not on the list. Oh no. Chips was not put on the list. <laughs> we, have the other chips. we have the other chips. There's time traveling trampoline and we've Wait. been playing on our hoverboards and talking about Daddy the uh, not pollution and then the toys that if you break them you can immediately fix them because Daddy. they come with a manual how to fix them Daddy. in a situation and then there's, like, there's a different thing we use for um, entertainment it's a magazine <laughs> I really want to like make a podcast of it I have always had a hard time growing cilantro. It's a winter herb, right? Mm -hmm. And we don't really get winter here, so. You want to what? Mix it? No. You want to put some more seeds in it? Sure. Should we pull this batch and then leave some in and add this and make a spicy batch? You try it. I feel it. I've heard this in the YouTube video before. They might just not be spicy jalapenos. Might not be. They're probably not. Yeah. Especially without the seeds. Yeah, the grocery store ones haven't been very spicy lately. A dash of lime. The lime can overpower quick, so go gentle. Let's get a little more jalapeno in there. Okay. I am washing my hands. Kind of so Uh, uh, dish soap. H&B dish soap. The limited edition. All right, Keith, I'm going to pour out our batch, and then you can put a chili hey, potato in there. Does chili piquino mean little pepper? She doesn't know Spanish very well. You mean at all? At all. Sorry. At all. Hola, soy Dora. Let's start with one. I don't. I have no idea what it's gonna do to it.
Did you put the piquino in? Uh-huh, just one. Oh, I smell it already. <laughs> Try it and tell me if you want me to put one more in. Like, like so we, that trampoline has been lots of things, a trampoline, a spaceship, a time travel. I'd like to make that into a podcast. Oh, yeah. Who's hungry? moved from San Antonio in 2018 and since then I hadn't visited the Pearl Farmers Market. I started visiting the Pearl Farmers Market in 2010 as my interest in local foods grew while working at the San Antonio Food Bank. I never counted the number of vendors but it seems like it was around 15 at the time. It was a fun Saturday morning ritual of buying my vegetables for the week and sometimes getting a special croissant sandwich from Bakery Lorraine. Today, the Pearl Farmers Market rates in the top five best farmers markets in the United States and now has 65 vendors. Okay, so we're in San Antonio and we are going to go to the Pearl Farmers Market, which is every Saturday and Sunday. This week, um, on July 31st, they celebrated is a big moment where the Pearl Farmers Market has reached the top five nationwide for best farmers markets. We weren't able to be there here for that, but um, we are excited to go see the market. It's somewhere that I used to go before the kids were born, and it was just a fun tradition on Saturdays to come get our local produce. My name is Sissy. I'm from East Texas. It's not my real name. <laughs> That's the way we do in East Texas. You go by your baby name your entire life. So I started coming here maybe in 2010. We 
We've been open since 2014. We've been open 14 years. Okay. So, what was going on before 2014, though? Well, we opened in 2009 okay. when the river opened. When this portion of the river opened, that's when our farmers market had the grand opening. Okay, the and day that's of what that. I came to. Oh, good. Did I give you a free T-shirt? Um, I don't. I don't we think doing, we did. We were doing that Back. at the time. If yeah. you came, so but many I did times. come. I'm so glad. It's changed quite a bit, hasn't it? Has. Well, and of course, when you were first coming, we have moved around to wherever there was not construction. Yeah, yeah. So this was always going to be our final home, but I didn't know that we would ever get here. So, about how many vendors come every week? Well, we have, uh, it, it's different, it changes. We have a farmer's market on Saturday and a maker's market on Sunday. Uh-oh. And so we have slightly different vendors on those okay. days, but about 65. Okay. I'm loving the music. And say, like when it started in 2009? We had seven. Okay. Because <laughs> I remember, you know, when it was small and, totally. you know, like, but I do remember um, Braun Farms. Braun Farms was there. Um, um, Alamo Foods was there. Yeah. And Vickles. Yeah, we were all there. All of these. I remember all of those ones. And me. <laughs> Am I being recorded? You are. Because <laughs> I saw something online we about did. like the United States and farmers markets yeah. and. So Pearl Farmers Market won um, oh, number five best farmers market in the United States by USA Today. So yeah, we celebrated that on Monday. We had a big party over at the the bottling department. Quality. Yeah. Quality. It's not our first time to win. Yeah, they have a panel of judges that nominate, and then it's up to the voters. I mean, we put it out on social media, yeah. Yeah. Um, so all of our all of our customers helped us out. We also have started doing something that we weren't doing years ago. Was Samantha so fun? Is to do a harvest market on Wednesday evenings. Oh yeah. And then at Christmas, she'll do a Christmas market four Wednesday evenings in a row. Oh, nice. And last year, it was so successful that you, you literally could not get into this area to find a parking place because San Antonians love Christmas. Yes. It's more so artisans that make more like gift items, like jewelry and people that can't attend on the weekends. And some different yeah. food vendors. Yeah, yeah. Came to the evening market. We've got Nigerian oh, so food. This year we'll have Japanese. We've got Transylvanian, like, wow. bunsies, like, uh, I don't even know what you would call it. The chimney cakes. They're fried, wonderful things to eat. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I'm so excited for all the things happening down here. And Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I'll be ready for you next time you come. He, went, he wants to put his pumpkin on oh, now. Thank you. Thank you. Go. Goat cheese, caramel, and some lovely soaps. All of it's made with goat milk. Can I try? Okay. Can I, I try chocolate? sample? Okay, hey, Absolutely. It's very spicy. Very spicy? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Oh, no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> and this is good on fruit, ice cream, pancake 
Tell me about your, your lemonade, your drinks here. Uh -huh. These are refreshing lemonade. These are yogurt-based drink called lassi. Good for these the gut, good for the health. They are very refreshingly good. And then we have samosas. I have samples. You guys want to try some samples? Oh, yes, yeah. Okay. Pick a flavor. Uh, I'll start with the mango. Mango? Okay. The veggie spring rolls? No. What? Is that all for you? Yes. Try that. Yes. Any samples? Mango. 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 That's a really good That's one by the box. I want to really so try that. You can pick a flavor oh, and I can give you a sample. So these are all natural. No added colors, no added flavors. It's just the added fruits. Can I try the... Uh, it was a peach lemonade. Peach lemonade? Kefir is made from the yogurt. Kefir is just like a Mediterranean name of the yogurt. Yeah. yeah. So is it kefir that you use or is no. it just yogurt? Yogurt. That you use yes. and then you add? Yeah. We add our flavors. Uh, we add the, you know, the fruits in it. And is it like a whole milk yogurt? Whole milk. Is it something uh, like your lactose? So lassi is a local drink, like it's a local Indian beverage. It is all natural. It's best, especially for the summers like this, like one lassi a day, it will keep you full. Especially for people who have digestive issues, who have uh, acidic reflexes, yeah. too good for them. Yeah. And you don't need to take any thumbs or something. And this is, it's a natural probiotic, a natural probiotic. and you don't have to do like the supplement route no. of... No, not at all. Because this is, yeah. they're live and active cultures. Mmm. That's really good. Mm -hmm. I love that. We, we do in uh, Houston, San Antonio, Austin, uh, Hutto, Victoria. Okay. Yeah, several different places. Oh, those are our curries. And we have uh, meat. And, and then, then you have hummus. And we have some spicy. And because Indian food is uh, so rich the, in the, the you know, the, the dietary things. The spices, the kind of spices we use, it's very flavorful, it's too good for the health, you know. Uh, like we use a lot of turmeric, a lot of ginger, garlic, all those are like antiseptic, anti-inflammatory, you know. So yeah, so, yeah we are flavors in Indian food. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Told you I'd be back. Yes, sir. So we got uh, blueberry, ginger, and grapefruit. The bird is so colorful. Okay, blueberry first? Yeah, I'm doing blueberry. Yeah, we're about an hour and a half northeast of here. We're, my wife and I brew bottle manufacture, distribute everything. We're just outside of Fredericksburg on an old cattle ranch. Um, our kombucha, I think, is more of a mild kombucha. It's slightly tart, slightly sweet, more balanced. Doesn't have a lot of botanicals in it, mostly fruit based. You want to try ginger? Yeah. We have a friend that works in Kerrville, and, and they have some of these bottles in their house with plants really? growing yeah, out yeah. of them. Yeah. And so when we saw it, oh, wild and wild. Yeah. We were looking at that the last couple of days uh, with the little. Was the first market we ever went to. The first market we started at actually. We'll sir. find you in Dallas. Thanks a lot. Yes, sir. I've got like a herb, I have a jalapeno artichoke, lemon rosemary, a peach chipotle, and then a feta. Okay, so um, at CKC Farms, it, so there's goats, and then getting the milk from the goats and making the cheese. Does all that just happen at the same place? Yep, yep. Yeah, we got a farm out in Blanco. Um, okay. 
doing it for a long time, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 I um, I first saw you guys. I don't know. Over ten years so. ago. So so wonderful. Oh, perfect. Thank so you. So good. Yeah. And, thank you for supporting us. Um, Appreciate it. I've been putting it like on like sourdough and making like a sandwich, and then I cut it up and I put it on there, and then you know just dipping. But how would you use the Oh, like a quick pasta meal for sure. Yeah, just bow tie pasta with one jar. Um, maybe put a little bit of, like some spinach in there. Maybe some grilled chicken or shrimp. Uh, maybe some onions. Red onions is really good too. Yeah, that's that's a, that's my typical like go-to for the feta. Super quick, super easy. Uh, it fills you up really really well too. <laughs> this is actually one of my favorites. I really like it. like that one. Pita chips, quick snack is, is great too. Yeah. That's good. You want to try some? It's goat cheese. We got a herb. Oh, we've been doing it for oh my gosh, 17 years. Um, started with my sister and my mom. They got some goats and uh, started doing cheese. And uh, our dad had a, a, a contracting job in Europe, um, and so they they really 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 fell in love with cheese uh, when we, we we lived in Europe for about six months. Um, so we came back to the States and then got, got some more goats and then started started doing cheese from there. Uh, we got around 162 right now. Yeah, everything we do here is fermented. So it's all full of the probiotic lactose bicilli, really good for your gut health. Our company is named Magic Food Company. It's named after my husband's grandmother. She lived through the Great Depression and the Dust Bowl, which hit uh, northern Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas. Um, so she learned very young to not waste. So when those things happened, she lived on a farm. Everything got preserved in some, in a, some way, okay? She was German, so they did a lot of the, um, the fermentation, okay? This is how original sauerkrauts were made. This is how real pickles are made. And it's a saltwater brine. We do take into consideration people that are sensitive to the sodium chloride. So we do um, hybrids. So we do a sodium chloride and potassium chloride. So now you're getting a little bit more healthy salts. Yeah, is that what this is? Yes, yeah. okay. this is audio, yeah. Okay, oh my gosh, I'm nervous. Okay, so. We're Pingo de Mel Brazilian Bakery. Uh, we do a lot of Brazilian treats that you're really only able to find in Brazil, really hard to find in Texas. We have coxinhas with shredded chicken and Brazilian cream cheese and a fried potato dough. That's gonna be our best seller as well as authentic Pão Queijo, which is gonna be a Brazilian cheese bread. You can find us here at the Pearl Farmers Market every Saturday and Sunday. Sunday we split up and we also do the Cory Farmers Market uh, in the Whole Foods parking lot. But we're here every weekend, no storefront just yet. Um, you can always contact us if you have a special order or bulk order that you want to place with us. Okay, and I see y'all actually bake? Yes, bake, we bake everything here. Uh, we get here pretty early. We're usually one of the first ones here. Everything's really fresh. Um, things are made at 3 a.m. Sometimes we're a little delusional here, but we get it done. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cool, thank you very much. Yeah, we look forward you. to when you open the store somewhere. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Oh, 
was on Tiny okay, Jen's team. Hey, Bibi, what happened? Right there. What happened? Veronica, Brooks is in there. You want to go? Okay. Oh, my arm and my arm. Oh. Did you shoot right in your eye? It shot up in the fountain. It shot up in the fountain. Whoa. Usually, like, people get really close to them until they jump up in the Uh, we bought them, distributed out of Kyle, just south of Austin, and then we grow our olives just south of San Antonio and Cotula. So, how long have you guys been open? So, we've been growing olives for, I believe, about 14 years. Uh, been in business for probably 11 of that. Uh, it takes a while for the trees to actually produce fruit that's usable to make olive oil. Yeah. How long have you come to the crawl? Well, I've been here, this is almost two years now. Okay. Um, what do you recommend us trying? Well, all the purists will always go for the extra virgin olive oil. If you like infusions, our roasted garlic is our best seller. Uh, and if you like spice, I'm a big fan of the Cajun heat. But I've got enough bread that we can sit here and sample all of it. So this one right here, roasted garlic, is our best seller. I'd be willing to say, I, I, I think that this is the best roasted garlic on the market. Um, that's almost like a garlic butter. Mm. And then the spicy ones? Yes. Yes. Parmesan. There you go. So, if someone were to buy this who does not live in San Antonio, what would be the best way? Uh, Texanabrands.com. Uh, you can find everything that I have out here online, okay. uh, and we ship for free. The final segment of our show is all about you. 
What kinds of questions do you have about food and nutrition? What would you like to know about healthy eating habits, preparing meals, or food in general? Up next, Ask the Dietitian. Patricia, what a great question. It is always nice to take a summer food with us into a time where we won't be able to find sweet, delicious cantaloupe. Yes, you can freeze cantaloupe. In Texas, we have access to amazing sweet cantaloupe. Say you pick up some extra cantaloupe and want to save some back for the off season. You can freeze cantaloupe and enjoy. Here's what you do. Wash the outside of your melon cut and remove the rind, cut into chunks, or if you want to be fancy and have a small scoop to make melon balls, line a baking tray as big as will fit in your freezer with parchment paper and place cantaloupe chunks on the tray. Place in freezer and after they're frozen solid, pack the cantaloupe into freezer bags. Here are some uses. They can be used for smoothies, It can be a frozen treat when you have a sore throat or a cold. They're rich in vitamins and minerals to fight sore throat and cold. It can be sent for lunch and it will thaw by lunchtime. Here's the nutrition breakdown of cantaloupe. One cup of cantaloupe contains 60 calories, 15 grams of carbohydrates, 72% of your daily value of vitamin C, an excellent source of vitamin A, and potassium rich, which helps manage blood pressure. Cantaloupe helps to hydrate you with its high water content. They are full of antioxidants and anti-inflammatory properties. Buy a few nice ripe cantaloupe and try freezing for a rainy day. Next message sent today at 1.18 p.m. Hi, this is Kim. My question is, what is a good alternative to substitute for processed sandwich meat? Hi, Kim. This is such a great question. As we come up on back to school time and we're looking to maximize nutrition at lunchtime, this answer could get very involved as there are many ways to make your own meats like baked chicken, roasted turkey, roast beef for sandwiches. However, for the average person, that is not usually what they're looking for. To find healthier lunch meat, here are some things to look for. Nitrite and nitrate-free, as nitrites and nitrates are linked to cancer. Somewhere on the package to say natural and no preservatives. Turkey and chicken lunch meat tend to naturally contain lower amounts of sodium. Most, if not all, grocery stores have healthier options available. You can find especially good buys at Costco and Aldi. Lunch meat is okay, but I would recommend mixing up lunch options. Keeping with the theme of sandwiches, you could rotate a veggie sandwich, nut butter sandwich, and lunch meat sandwich. And otherwise, at lunchtime, 
Think leftovers from the night before, a lunch pack including nuts, vegetables, fruit, cheese, and hummus. An example of a veggie version of a sandwich could include hummus, red onion, cucumber, avocado, and lettuce, and some feta if you have it. That is so delicious on a veggie sandwich. Next message sent today at 8.05 a.m. Hi, this is Lydia with my question. Um, what type of food makes for the best post-workout uh, meal, especially something quick? Because typically my workouts are really early in the morning, so I'm already kind of pressed for time to get up and get the kids ready. So what is a really good post-workout meal that's not something that I have to take 30 or more minutes End of message. Hi, Leah. I hear you. It's so important to fuel our bodies, especially after a hard workout. Something quick, takes less than three minutes to prepare, easy and simple for crazy mornings. Well, for something quick and filling, I would recommend making a smoothie with a meal replacement powder. Garden of Life raw organic meal is an excellent option. Here's what you're going to do. Pull out your blender, add one cup frozen mixed berries, half a banana, one quarter cup frozen avocado, one level scoop of Garden of Life raw organic meal powder, and three quarter cup water. Add ice if desired. This contains 23 grams of protein and 370 calories. This will get you to lunch. To make it faster, prepare smoothie packs with the berries, banana, and avocado, and store in your freezer. Pop into the blender and add meal powder and water. And it's that easy and that quick. Next message sent today at 8.51 a.m. Hi, my name is Emily, and I was wondering what are some of your favorite ways to maintain healthy blood sugar levels. Hi, Emily. Managing blood sugar is critical in helping our bodies run smoothly. My favorite way to maintain healthy blood sugar levels is to consume foods in their most natural state, as whole foods. Secondly, use the plate method when organizing your plate. Choose one half of your plate, non-starchy vegetables, Think salad, cooked broccoli, green beans, summer squash, a quarter of your plate protein, whether plant-based protein like beans or animal protein like chicken, beef, turkey, fish, a quarter of your plate whole grains, brown rice, quinoa, sourdough bread, whole wheat bread, and adding a serving of a healthy fat like avocado, extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil. Following this plate method will give you the best balance of carbohydrates, protein, and fat. Oftentimes our plates are not balanced in this manner. The grain section can easily take over about half of the plate. The protein may be the other half. And then over on the side, we have a little side serving of vegetable. You want to make vegetables the star player of your plate with a side of protein and grains. Think micronutrients. We want to emphasize the micronutrients which are found in fruits and vegetables. And if you're wondering about where fruit goes into that plate, 
that would go along with your veggie section. So think about your kids. You would have more fruits than vegetables on their plates. And adults, we're going to have more veggies than fruit because we don't need as many carbohydrates as our kids do. Hello, my name is Kathy, and I had a question about type 2 diabetes and being a vegetarian. What percentage of your diet should be carbs for a type 2 diabetic who's a vegetarian? Thank you. What a great question. When we think of type 2 diabetes, we're often focused on reducing carbohydrates and managing blood sugar. Vegetarian diets are naturally higher in carbohydrates, as plant foods are rich sources of carbohydrates. Thankfully, if you adopt a high-carbohydrate, whole-food plant-based diet, it has been associated with better health outcomes for people with or at risk of developing diabetes. Despite the amount of carbohydrates, diabetics don't appear to experience blood sugar spikes from eating plant-based diets. Plant-based dietary patterns are associated with increased insulin sensitivity and not higher blood sugar. This means the body is able to move sugar out of the blood and into cells more efficiently where it's used to make energy. Also, the fiber in whole plant foods slows the release of sugar as food is metabolized, preventing the blood sugar spikes associated with low fiber refined carbohydrates. Plant-based foods are usually shown to be protective against diabetes when compared to highly refined carbohydrates. To enjoy the best results from a plant-based diet for diabetics, emphasize complex carbohydrates from beans, whole grains, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Choose non-starchy vegetables like leafy greens, carrots, peppers, more often than starchy vegetables like potatoes, corn, and peas. Stick with low sugar fruits like berries, kiwis, melons, and citrus fruits until blood sugar starts to stabilize. Avoid foods with the fiber removed, such as refined grains, refined sugars, and fruit juices. So in answer to your question about the percentage of carbohydrates, if you organize your plate in the way I'm going to discuss, it's going to be the right amount of carbohydrates for you. So when we're organizing our plate, choose half of your plate, non-starchy vegetable, one quarter protein, and beans are a great option for a plant-based, one quarter whole grain, and a healthy fat like avocado, extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil. This will give you the best balance of carbohydrates, protein, and fat. Thank you. Thank you. End of message. Those were some great questions. Thank you to everyone who called. We look forward to receiving more of your questions and providing you more food and nutrition related answers on future episodes.
that's it for today's episode. My family and I enjoy creating this podcast and we're so thankful you've joined us to listen. To receive notifications about new episodes of the Feast podcast, remember to subscribe on your favorite listening platform. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email to info at skylarknutrition.com with your food and nutrition related comments and questions, as well as your ideas for show topics. As a closing thought, I'd like for you to think of one person you can do an act of kindness for today. Surprise someone, catch them off guard, show someone through your actions that you care about them and love them. They will be glad you did, and so will you. Bye for now. Skylark Nutrition, a nutrition services provider offering individual nutrition consultations and assessment, customized corporate wellness programming, and community nutrition education. For more information, visit www.skylarknutrition.com. Thank you for listening. End of message. Bye.